Georgie made up his mind that wild horses should not drag from him the fact that Olga's husband's name was Shuttleworth, for here was Lucia grabbing at his discovery, just as she had grabbed at Daisy's discovery, who was now her guru. She should call him Mr. Bracely then. Somewhere about six, do you think, said he, inwardly raging. He looked up and distinctly saw that sharp, foxy expression cross Lucia's face, which, from long knowledge of her, he knew to betoken that she had thought of some new plan. But she did not choose to reveal it, and re-erected the music rest. That will do beautifully, she said, and now for our heavenly Mozart. You must be patient with me, Georgie, for you know how badly I read. Caro, how difficult it looks. I am frightened. Lucia never saw such a dreadful thing to read. And it had been those very bars which Georgie had heard through the open window just now. Georgie's is much more dreadful, he said, remembering the double sharp that came in the second bar. Georgie frightened too at reading it. Ooh, he gave a little scream. Cattivo Mozart to write anything so dreadfully diffy. It was quite clear at the class this morning that, though the pupils were quite interested in the abstract messages of love which they were to shoot out in all directions, and in the atmosphere of peace with which they were to surround themselves, the branch of the subject which thrilled them to the marrow was the breathing exercises and contortions which, if persevered in, would give them youth and activity, faultless digestions and indefatigable energy. They all sat on the floor and stopped up alternate nostrils and held their breath till Mrs. Quantock got purple in the face and Georgie and Lucia red and expelled their breath again with sudden puffs that set the rushes on the floor quivering or with long quiet exhalations. Then there were certain postures to be learned in one of which entailing the bending of the body backwards two of Georgie's trouser buttons came off with a sharp snap and he felt the corresponding member of his braces, thus violently released, spring up to his shoulder. Various other embarrassing noises issued from Lucia and Daisy that sounded like the bursting of strings and tapes, but everybody pretended to hear nothing at all, or covered up the report of those explosions with coughings and clearings of the throat. But apart from these discordances, everything was fairly harmonious indeed. So far from Daisy introducing discords, she wore a fixed smile, which it would have been purely cynical to call superior, when Lucia asked some amazingly simple question with regard to Ohm. She sighed, too, at intervals, but these sighs were expressive of nothing but patience and resignation, till Lucia's ignorance of the most elementary doctrines was enlightened. And though she rather pointedly looked in any direction but hers, and appeared completely unaware of her presence, she had not, after all, come here to look at Lucia, but to listen to her own, whatever Lucia might say, guru. Chapter 12